everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic and glad I didn't have an arranged marriage. You know, one in 25 ended in divorce. That's... I don't... I don't want to broach the subject of of arranged marriages. I don't think we have... That's the last time I'll mention it. I don't think we have the depth to discuss them with any kind of actual accuracy. Uh, Frankly, the the Simpsons don't... Thankfully, I don't think this episode even bothers either. Uh, Hey, guys. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For $2 a month, you can gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh, and there's other reward levels as well. I appreciate anyone, all of our all of our patrons who uh, help keep the show going. We can move on to this week's episode. It is the two Mrs. Nahasa Pima Petalons, episode 5004, originally aired November 16th, 1997, written by Richard Apple, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, finished 22nd in the ratings, Nielsen rating of 11.6, approximately 11.4 million viewing households, the third highest rated show on Fox that week following, guess what, Matt? The X-Files and King of the Hill. How'd you know? You're so smart. You're such a smart It's not like it's written in the notes or anything. And it's not like it's directly in front of you. And those have been the two shows that have finished ahead of The Simpsons literally three months in a row. Uh, The couch gag. Bart uh, spray paints a picture of the family and signs it El Barto. Pretty good. I like it. Old El Barto. It's nice. It's a good, like, nice self-reference there. Uh, The episode guest stars Andrew Martin as Pooh's mother. And Jan Hooks as Manjula. They we don't have a name for Apu's mother, by the way. I was wondering that. I I kept listening for it, and I'm like, they have to say her name at some point. Because keep writing in the notes, Apu's mother, Apu's mother. Like, come on, someone give her a name. Nope, she is she is never given a name ever. She's always Mrs. Nahasima Petal on. That's yeah. I, that's in the official one of the many all the Simpsons wikis. She is Mrs. Nahasima Petal on. That's all she is. That's get it. The two Mrs. Nahasima Petal ons. Yep. Yep. I get it. You get it. It's not that complicated. Uh, the episode begins with a a charity bachelor auction hosted by Krusty. I it, it is it, you know you don't think about it. You don't think about Springfield, and you don't think about how terrible the options are for single women in Springfield until you literally get this scene where <laughs> we see all the available bachelors. Which is why it works. Yes. And uh, let's see. Barney is the first up. Okay, let's bring on our first bachelor. (laughs) All right, ladies. This sexy fellow describes himself as a big, thirsty teddy bear. Say hello to Barney Gumbel. Okay, now, what am I bid? I got zero. I got zero. I got no bid here. I got zero. I'm standing at zero. Anybody want to go island zero? I got zero right now. Okay, over there. No, zero. I got not. I got zilch. I got bupkis. I got zero. Nothing. Hey. Poor Barney. Ugh. This line is withdrawn. Uh. Come on. He likes sunsets. What more do you want? Yar, I'm not attractive. <laughs> Our last bachelor likes women who take their clothes off for money. Let's hear it for Mo. Why do we have to stand here? This is so humiliating. <laughs> the good old rejects pile. Don't let it's, them leave or hide. Just no, make everyone they, stare at them. They have to stand in front of everyone. I, argh, I'm not attractive. That's, you and me both, big guy. Yeah, I would say, no, Matt, you're closer to the big thirsty teddy bear. That's true. As, with all the water I've drunk tonight, especially. I, I was going to say, you, that is a literally, if <laughs> on your tombstone, big thirsty teddy bear. That's the the. Are, are are you making light of my sixty four ounces of Coke Zero habit a day? I yeah about the bottomless amounts of liquid that goes in your body. Yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about, Matt. Oh okay, just making sure. Okay, just to be clear. Uh yeah, no one. So I I guess none of them. We I assume none of them. We don't see any successes, right? They're all failures. Yes. No one bids for them. Like, no one bids for Barney, even though he had that successful movie in A Star is Burns and uh, 
Let me see. Well, no bids for Mo, but that's that just makes sense. There's even though Kirk. We've, we've seen him with girlfriends. There's Kirk. Mm. There's comic book guy. Well, that makes sense. I see, forget, was Disco Stew in there? Disco Stew was in there. Yeah, I mean, Disco Stew, maybe he talks about Disco a little bit too much, but, you know, every guy has that one thing they talk too much about. Sea Captain? He is married to the sea, after all. <laughs> it's, it's true, and he's not attractive. It's it's, it's, <laughs> pro- it's proven. Uh, but Krusty decides to just to end the night because everyone is every, all the bachelors in the Springfield are awful, except for all the firemen, who for some reason are not up for auction. All these strapping young men. Maybe they're all engaged. You know, it's hard to say. Uh, it's good to see that Springfield has gotten real firefighters and gone away from the volunteers that uh, <laughs> saved Homer's house and Homer the Heretic. Well, I'm not I mean, sure how try- good they did. They're trying to raise money for them, so apparently, you know, it's it's probably a little touch and go. <laughs> probably. However, just before they're about to wrap it up, while well, Krusty is singing a song about the, the, the night, uh, a poo is introduced by, uh, by Marge as an eligible bachelor. Excuse me, excuse me, we have one more bachelor. It's the check. What? Just tell them about yourself. Um, well, I have a doctorate in computer science. Sounds pretty good to me, yeah. Um, I run my own business, of course. Well. I do like to cook. I'm not much of a talker, but I love to listen. And in my leisure time, I like to build furniture and then to have a discussion about where it could be placed in a room. $50.75. You better have enough left to pay my alimony, Luann. $300. dollars $350. $926. Sold to the five desperate chicks. All right, we got him. Holy moly! Wow, look who's the ladies' man. Come on, doctor. I would There's some very layered jokes in there. I really enjoyed Kirk's. You better have enough to pay my alimony. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, it, we get a little bit of information. Pork. Uh, I don't. I, I shouldn't say poor Kirk because I have no. There's literally no sympathy. I have no sympathy for Kirk. So that's true. I actually have a quick question. Do. Did Luann have a job before they divorced? Do we know that? I don't think it's been said yet. Okay. I mean, she's Just wondering. Current, she's. I assume she is still with uh, American Gladiator. I presume, and she's a. I, house, I assume as well. She's, I just she's wasn't a home, sure homemaker? how she made money if she's paying Kurt alimony. She's paying him American Gladiator money. Oh, okay, good. I don't. I'm 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 at her wiki. I'm seeing if I'm looking if there's ever. I don't think it's that important. Come on, Matt. We need to know everything about Luann Van Houten. And we really don't. Moving on. She does end up cheating on on Pyro with his best friend Gyro. We knew that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just <laughs> you, you forget these things. And they're they're uh, they're so dumb. You have you to might. Say them. I I do for yes, as my trivia record will attest. So, Hapu now has to go on dates with all of the women. Uh, apparently, he's it's it's fine with them and with him. He seems to be having a good time with them. Uh, he's having, I mean, he's stretching his legs a little bit. You know, he's having a good time. You know, he Apu is married to his job, and you know, this is this is definitely an Apu episode. And I don't know it it it's nice to see him having a good time. You know, going out on dates? No? Eh. Okay. All right. Mr. Poo-Poo Platter over there. Yeah. <laughs> Poo-Poo Platter? <laughs> exactly. You got it. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Poo, we, we, we cut through you this you little mi- montage of him having a you know good time going on all these dates. And then he gets uh, the mail, and he's, I guess, a card from one of his dates who is, I, I guess it a kind of dirty card because we don't see what's written in it although homer does yeah and makes weird all kind of gross noises but uh apu also gets a letter from his mother and a lotus flower falls out man <gasps> he hates lotus flowers he hates lotus flowers we learn about apu's arranged marriage and uh how it came to be oh here's one from my mother Ooh, let's see what she wrote <laughs> Oh! 
You hate lotus flowers, too? <laughs> Don't get me started on lotus flowers. No, no, it is the sign that it is time for my arranged marriage. Oh, well, congratulations. No, no, no. Don't you know what it means? Not really. It all happened shortly after my eighth birthday. Okay, here we go. Ten goats and an electric fan? You call that a dowry? Okay, we will throw in a textile factory. But only because Manjula is getting on in years, then it is agreed. Your third daughter will marry our first son. It is done. Oh, I cannot get married. I'm just beginning to enjoy my bachelorhood. What am I going to do? Tell her the truth. You're not ready to get married. No, 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 no. You do not know mother. She will never quit until I am married. Then just tell her you're already married. No, no, I cannot lie to my mother. Then get married. What the hell do you want from me? I, yeah, I mean, really, Homer What do you want from Homer? He uh, gave you the two options. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just tell her the truth. And no, then lie. And then he's like, I can't do that either. Well, some situations are like this in life, Apu, you know? There is no answer. There's a no-win situation. This is Apu's Kobayashi Maru. I was just about to say the words Kobayashi Maru, Matt, so thank you for saying them for me. You know, I, I'm sure that's what the Simpsons writers intended us to think. Well, of course. Of course. What else would it be? <laughs> yes, what else would it be? Uh, I mean, are there any other, other unwinnable situations in history? Come on, Robbie. <laughs> I think there's a few. Um... Uh, Home, uh, we get uh, a poo. Uh, a poo calls up his mother and lies and say says he's already married and fixes the problem. End of episode. Are you sure about that? That doesn't sound right. It's not the episode I watched. Did you did you watch a director's cut or something? Okay, maybe the, it's he he calls his mother lies, hangs up, and then they play hot blooded by foreigner for a while, <laughs> and a poo goes on a party montage again. Uh, and then he's in uh, the Quickie Mart, and he is shocked to see that his mother has arrived from India to, to check in on him. Whoa! Oh, you dog. It is my mother. Oh, no. Oh, no. What am I going to do? It's the big problem. But don't you see she is here to meet my wife? The wife that I told her I had. I do not have a wife. Then maybe you shouldn't have told her you did. Oh, she's going to be here any second. <laughs> Oh, yes, that will buy me some time. <laughs> oh, Homer, you've got to help me. Okay. Seems to me <clears throat> what you ought to do is jump. What, 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 what? Well, you can always move into my house and tell your mom that Marge is your wife. Is it me or do your plans always involve some horrible web of lies? It's you. <laughs> it's not. It's not Apu. That's that's Homer's get go plan. Either something horrifically simple and stupid, or a terrible web of lies. <laughs> I a pooch a pooch applauding his mother falling. I I don't know. Like, yeah, it, she looks. She, she doesn't look that old, but she looks old enough that that could be dangerous. Yeah, it's I mean, not falls I, are always kind of dangerous, but for you know someone who's you know, fifty plus, which she probably is, that could hurt a, a lot. She has a cane, doesn't she? I don't believe so, no. I thought she had a cane. I mean, she doesn't have it in the rest of the episode. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we get out of the cab. They're just like, let's make her seem extra frail. Give her a cane. She has a cane. Okay. She has a cane walking into the quickie mart. I had to verify. I thought I was going crazy. So I swear she had a cane. She has a cane. Uh, She confronts a poo. And a poo just... Yeah. He goes with Homer's plan because, of course... That's really his only plan at this point. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have... He's he's put himself in a rough situation. Uh, we cut back to the Simpsons household where, where Homer is happily enjoying... Well, no, not even happily enjoying. He is enjoying the memory of eating... What did he eat? What was the... the a uh, yodel. A yodel. He was, he was enjoying the memory of his eating a yodel when Apu arrives with his mother and Homer immediately remembers, oh, yeah... I need to ask Marge about this. Oh, that yodel was so good. I wish I was eating it right now. Oh, crap! I forgot! Marge, I need a small favor. For the next few days, will you pretend to be Apu's wife? What? Please! 
It's just for as long as his mother's living here. What? Honey, I am in my home. your day sweetheart can you feel the love i i have to applaud marge here right she just kind of goes with it she's just like all right this is what we're doing let's go she's she's she a yes is, ander yeah exactly excellent improv but with that we go to commercial and when we come back, uh, we see that uh, Apu's mom is, is not super impressed with life in the Simpson household. Father, I would like for you to meet my darling wife of many, many good years, March. Hello. So, what brings you to America? I have come to see the woman for whom Apu was willing to disgrace his family and spit on his culture. <gasps> Here I am. Okay, gotta run. Apu, I'm sure you want to get upstairs and fix that broken toilet before Marge yells at you again. I'm just so honored to have you here in our home. Thank you. And having met you, let me say how deeply, deeply disappointed I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mrs. Nahasapina Penelon really tells it like it is, you know. Homer would not get along well with her. I mean, I don't know. I, old ladies... You can almost always count on them to just be brutally ugly honest. Like, and especially in this case, like, she flew halfway across the world to ascertain what her son has done with his life in America. And well, my question... Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. What's your question? I, I, my question is that have they not talked at all since he went to America? Because, like... He never bothered to tell her he got married and had kids if they had been talking regularly until the whole arranged marriage thing came up. That seems a little sketchy to me. Well, there's a thing, Matt, called unhealthy familial relationships. And huh, never heard of such sometimes, things. sometimes people's parents are bad. Oh, well, that makes sense. But then why would he be like, why wouldn't he just tell her, oh, I have a bad relationship with you. I'm not going with your stupid arranged marriage. Some... I don't care if you did get a textile factory. <laughs> I, I, I have, some people can't necessarily process all those feelings. And Apu is probably one of those people. That's true. Also, I'd like to point out that uh, obviously Manjula's family is uh, the more wealthy established family since it was their third daughter marrying uh, Apu's family's first son. That's that's a pretty uh, – that implies that it's quite the step up for Apu. So I don't know why he was uh, upset in the first place. And Well, again, I, I don't – we can't – I don't want to broach the subject of arranged marriages <laughs> culturally. It probably is a very – it's a very – I – Try. I very briefly went like, well, we're probably going to have to talk about this. Well, I'll start looking at it. And then I went, mm, nope, no thank you. This is yeah. way too much. After reading one paragraph, no thank um, you. This is too, this is really complicated culturally. And I don't want to try to even engage in conversation about it. I'm not smart enough. Uh, I mean, he did, they got a textile factory. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. But I think that that shows that uh, obviously Manjula's family is kind of rich. So, well, I you know. They're both. Uh, Brahmin, the caste. Yes, which is the highest which, caste. I believe it's the highest caste of, in India. So they're they're doing fine. She that's true. Could af- she could afford a flight across the world on a moment's notice. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh the the kind of money you don't really throw around in India all that much. No, so they're they're it's Apu's family seems to be doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as we've established, Mrs. Nahasapima Petalon is. <laughs> disappointed uh but like marge when bart and lisa show up they just go with it this is a whole family of great improvers they're just like oh hi Uh, hi grandma how are you which of course makes uh apu's mom even more uh i don't want to say mad but upset upset's a good word disappointed she has grandchildren she never knew about yeah which they don't all right, I don't. We won't talk about it. it there's some in, there's some incongruity there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, obviously well, you adopted I, these. I, yeah, whatever. It's fine. They're yeah, again, yeah. Bart and Lisa, like Marge. You know, I think it's just you live with Homer enough. You live you with him long with enough. It. You're just like, uh, all right. I guess this is what we're doing today. Is <laughs> a poozer dad? All right. I mean, he's lived in the house before. They know him well enough. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so a- after showing her disappointment, we cut to Homer, who apparently wants to stay with Mo, uh, but who can't because Mo is closing 
Moe's for probably the first time ever to go see Easter Island, where he has no idea about the giant statues. So, you know, I'm sure he'll be very surprised when he gets there. I, yeah. It's a, that's a very odd joke. I don't, I don't understand what the, is it just like, the, I assume that the joke is, is that Moe went to go see this completely isolated island without knowing about its one big notable feature. So it makes you wonder why did he go? What was what was Moe's notable feature for going to Easter Island? He likes we'll Easter. Never know. That's my guess. That is a completely valid guess for what we know of Moe. Actually, it's not even a guess. That is the answer. Oh, okay, good. That's I'm, I'm glad just, we know I'm, that now. I've just I just now have decided Moe loves Easter. Uh, he doesn't like Christian Easter. He likes kind of consumerist easter he likes candy oh. and, he, and he likes he likes easter egg rabbits hunts. and you know easter yeah. i got you well who yeah. doesn't like those things really? i know they're pretty good but mo really likes them you know yeah. mo loves chocolate rabbits <laughs> and he thinks that that's that's where everything as is as long as they're made of good easter. chocolate i think even i think mo would be happy with the those discount bad probably chocolate rabbits the ones that you can get like at the russell stover factory outlet store for like a dollar a piece Matt, you made that gross noise, but mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I loved them. But I, I've gotten better taste since then. I'm not. I'm gonna say I'm not. I'm not proud. Of, I'm, I'm. I'll admit. I've. I've eaten as an adult man. I've eaten the Russell Silver uh, factory outlet store discount chocolate rabbits. Oh, I'm sure I have as well. I mean, you know, but as as large as I am, I I need to you know restrict my intake to only the best of things. And those do not qualify anywhere I have, close. I will shovel whatever garbage like is put in front of me. I don't. I have no standards for food. I'm a monster. Well, that's good to know. It is. I podcast with a monster. I mean, you already know that, Matt. That's true. I do. Speaking mm-hmm. of monsters, speaking Homer of monsters, <laughs> decides he's going to stay with Grandpa. Uh, which you know that seems a little weird at first, but when you think about it, a nursing home really is the best place for Homer. Uh, they give him strange medications. Uh, no one's surprised when he shows up. They just call him Cornelius Talmadge, and he goes with it, because again, it's a whole family of improvers. And not to mention, they have chairs with wheels, and Homer doesn't have to use his legs like a sucker. So, <laughs> it's just I- win-win for Homer. Dinner at 4 o'clock, you know, all the best stuff. Apparently this, I, I don't want to hesitate to call this a B-plot, it's kind of it's it's not really him at Homer at the nursing home. It's, it's more not, like an A point five plot. Yeah, it's it's very kind of just like we needed to fill five minutes, but it apparently was originally a idea for a full episode of Homer. I can see that, but they couldn't. Also, the problem is they couldn't fill it out. They couldn't find enough material to fill out twenty minutes of Homer at the nursing home as the major plot of the episode. But it's more than enough for this episode. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, and you're right. Yeah. I think. A lifestyle at a, at a nursing home, at a retirement home, is probably perfect for Homer Simpson. Until Cornelius Talmadge shows up, and then not so much. Well, yeah, but that, that's 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 in your act. You can have that. Or not, that's oh, later in my you. act. Whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Apu is sleeping on the floor in the, the Simpson master bedroom, and uh, he, he apologizes to Marge and saying it should be a, just a few days. His mom really, really hates her, which that's what a mom wants to hear, right? Or a wife. That, oh, yeah, yeah, your, your fake mother-in-law really hates you. Makes you feel good about yourself. Uh, the next morning uh, – sorry, we're going to say something, Robbie – no, you got it. You're good. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, so the next morning, uh, the kids approach uh, Apu's mother and ask about uh, their Brahmin heritage. Can I ask you about your dot? What would you like to know? What's the deal with that dot? Yeah, can you see out of it? Does it change colors when you're ticked off? You tell me. Nothing yet. Surely you children are aware of your Brahmin heritage. As long as you have absolutely no follow-up questions, yes. Yes, we are. Fully. We have to go now. Yep. They are fully aware of whatever heritage they're supposed to have, and they don't want any more conversations about it because obviously they know what's going on. I kind of, I would love, if, uh, I, I don't know, I was, I'm a little sad that, that that isn't an actual conversation of her, a scene of them getting educated. Yeah, and because her- I'm sure, I'm sure they were trying to uh, edit out the possibilities from intense racism. That's probably or true. Classism. I, I, I mean, I mean, I don't. Aside from the inherent problems with a poo, I don't. I this episode isn't 
bad in that in, re- in that regard at all. I feel like it no, is surprising. I, I I honestly the only part that would worry me a little bit is Apu's like wedding and if that's a traditional you know, Hindu wedding, but I don't know enough for, to be offended for him. Yeah, it's it, it's I I think it, it the the I think there's probably problems with it, but most of it gets deflected because Homer is is one of, is the big problem. So and they're clear about that. You know, it's not and I you know. Lovejoy and Homer are the butt of the jokes. You know, it's not. That's true. Any, it's, it's, it's you're not, not trying to make fun of another culture. Yeah. So it, this episode, I it doesn't like. Aside from the inherent problems of a poo, you know that that this episode like isn't the Simpsons can't solve honestly unless they just eliminate the character. That is literally the only way. Or replace. I guess you could have someone aside from uh, uh, Hank Azaria do the voice. I have a, an yeah. actual Indian actor do it but i don't think they're gonna do that at this point and I, they're certainly weren't gonna do it in 1997 so no, no, it's eh. a little late for that sometimes things you love have problems that you you realize later yeah. it's okay <laughs> so uh now that the kids are fully aware of their brahmin heritage as are we from that riveting conversation mm-hmm. uh, we go back to homer in the nursing home where he's uh fit right in he's even got his own motorized wheelchair and he gets into a race with jasper when the four o'clock dinner bell is rung but homer realizes that a no matter how much he hates using his legs he can move faster using them to get to food which is really the most important thing in, in anyone's life is how fast can you get to food and for homer that's faster when he's running so uh he shows up for his steak and kidney pie uh, we also no, then see it's him it's not even it's not even steak and kidney pie man oh it's just kidney pie it, that's not even pie it's just it's kidney mash i believe is what that guy says Ooh, really Ooh. i think okay. that is what that guy he says kidney kidney something and it's not a pie okay fair enough i mean kidney is good uh liver as well i mean organ meats they have a high proportion of iron they're good for you they just do not taste good at all sorry okay i Yes, good for you. I agree. Don't taste good. See, we agree. Yay! I mean, I like um, I like blood sausage, and I like uh, uh, this this the sheep food. Uh, the sheep haggis. Ha- I like haggis. Haggis is good. Um, but those are they get very those those items are very special treatments of organ meats. So I'm that is what makes them palatable to me. I've never tried either and never intend to. You would like haggis, Matt. You probably would not like blood sausage. Hmm, haggis, I, I don't haggis, like blood running out of my things. It doesn't... Well, blood does not run out of blood sausage. Blood sausage just is a very... It's a very dark irony... Sausage. It's a very irony dark sausage. Right. It's delicious. delicious. It's got that going for it. It's it's delicious. No? You know what else is delicious? Lay's liquid potato chips? Yes! Apparently you can't suck just one, at least according to Homer. Uh, however, unfortunately for I don't does that sound good to you? No, no, it doesn't. I mean, like the whole point of the the lays you can't eat just one. It's because of the crunchiness and the saltiness and the way the fat hits your tongue it has nothing to do with the, their flavor uh, when they're the, liquefied. It actually is the opposite. Where I'm like, I don't a mushy potato chip is like a gross bad thing. I don't. Of course, it's yeah. Homer, so it's probably the act of chewing is too much for him. So the liquid <laughs> is better. Uh, yes. Unfortunately for Homer, at that point, the real Cornelius Talmadge shows up. Uh, his family dropped him off, then he escaped and went on a bit of a bender. Uh, so Homer, in response to this, runs away pantsless, carrying his pants. <laughs> Two. So he that's escapes. what happens when, yeah, when uh, he escapes. No I consequences. I, I think it's this is uh, like a, it's a weird little outlier from the rest of this episode. It, like the rest of the episode is super poo focused, super character focused, and then it's just and it's only in the middle act. Like, Homer leaves, goes to the old folks' home, has a weird little adventure, and then comes back to, to Well, keep like you the... said, it's probably, we need five extra minutes, let's fill it in the middle act with this weird crap. It felt a little, like, I, I think it's funny, but I do think it was a little, it's a little weirdly, like, laid out, where it's just like, alright, we advanced the plot to here, and then the entire second act is waiting for that plot to catch up to Homer to come back. Yeah, because essentially... Homer comes home and 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 bad things happen. Poor poor Homer blows up who's cover. It's, they they put this in there for so that Homer would have to come back essentially. Yeah. When I get old, Marge, I want you to promise you'll put me in a home. It's like being a baby, only you're old enough to appreciate it. 
Well, I'm glad you were having fun because I've had my hands full with Apu's mother. Oh, right, right, the fake marriage thing. How's that going? Okay, Apu. I am packed and ready to go to the airport. Oh, my God. March, how could you? Oh, Apu, give it up. Eh, mother, I am so sorry. I lied to you about being married. Lied to his mother. But the fact that I would stage this ridiculous farce surely proves to you how much I do not want to go through with this arranged marriage. I had no idea how strongly you felt, Apu. Now wipe that smile off your face. We have a wedding to plan. Oh, You know what you could do, Apu? Yeah, shut up. You could fake your own death. Oh, would you shut up? All you need is a car bomb and I you... can't believe you don't shut up. <laughs> that's, that's really the good part. Also, I, I mean, go ahead. All you need is a car bomb, Matt. All you need is a car bomb and something else. I'm not 100% sure what that Homer was going for. And there's lots of different ingredients that can go into that scheme. Anyway, we go to a commercial. Uh, Apu's mother just is like, still, like, they're, the Simpsons are still engaged with all of this for some reason. I guess it's just because they're, they're, they know each other now, so they feel obligated. Because uh, it's the Simpsons, so therefore they have to be involved in some way. Well, obviously, right? I don't, they don't even make like a, they don't even like make some kind of reason. They don't even give us uh, any uh, kind it's of. It's because Apu lives in an apartment and they needed a backyard. So there you go. But it's not like the Simpsons are getting uh, compensated for this. Uh, and like, aside from them helping Apu trying to lie to his mother, they have like, you know, they have no obligation to any of this. Everyone knows the Simpsons are where you go if you need some crazy favors. I guess that, I mean, if that is this kind of episode, I guess. It's yeah. just like, yeah, we don't want to explain a lot of... Frankly, this episode is actually, like, I would say the first and third acts are incredibly packed. And then the second act is, like, really loosey-goosey Homer in the retirement home. That's the weirdest thing <laughs> yeah. about this episode. Loosey-goosey Homer, that's what it is. Loosey-goosey. Uh, Marge is, like, I was, as I was saying, Marge is in charge of the wedding, uh, doesn't know what a castrati is. I've been looking over this list of things for the ceremony. I've got the extra wine glasses, but I'm still short a tandoori oven, an elephant, and four castrati. What's a castrati? I don't know, but I'm sure it's spicy. Why is that woman still living here? Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for echoing what we're asking as well. <laughs> why is, yeah, Lisa's the only one like, what's going on? Why is, why, why is, why is there, she still here? Why won't she leave? Why is it? Why do we need an elephant? Uh, so Homer and Apu, Apu is depressed. He is sad. He doesn't want, doesn't want to get married. Doesn't want to get married to someone he doesn't. He's never met before or met when they were children. Uh, they go to Moe's. They drink a little bit. They they commiserate. Apu uh, wants to enjoy his last uh, moments as a free man, quote unquote. And they so they go to the the old folks' home for. Yeah, that's my first. Because it always it just makes your life feel like it's forever long. I guess also they have a hot tub. They do have a hot tub where uh, there's a Jasper farting joke in there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's not. I don't need that. Thank you. Uh, but th- the next day is is the ritual is is the, the is the ceremony and uh, Bart is making a fire holy by throwing hymns into it. That's how you make it holy. I don't. Does that work? I have no idea. I, I, I don't think, think that so, works. But the Simpsons know better than I do. Oh, do they? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Apu has cold feet. Can you believe it? Tradition forbids me even to speak to the woman I'm about to spend my life with. Has the whole world gone crazy? Nah, just your screwy country. (sighs) Your old friend Apu is a lamb being led to the slaughter. Don't worry, Apu. Someday you'll meet someone you really love. (sighs) I am really doomed. Only the gods could stop this wedding now. Gods, eh? I wonder what Homer could mean by that. I don't know. What is the solution to everything? Uh, Skittlebrow? Well, that is a good solution. It's usually alcohol or food. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I'm alcohol down with half is of that. the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. It really is. So there, I mean, there you go. I it, it In this situation, though, it is not alcohol that he turns to. Uh, we find out that Lovejoy is performing the ceremony for some reason. Thanks for helping us out, Reverend. I know you've never performed a Hindu ceremony. Well, Christ is Christ. Plus, I consulted a Hindu website. Christ is Christ, Matt. Uh, yep, even in the, a religion that doesn't uh, have a Christ <laughs> figure at all. No, it's poly polytheistic. We yep, yep Christ is Christ, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 
Apu enter in uh, on the back of an elephant. Hello, everyone. What a happy, happy day. Wow, I wish I had an elephant. You did. His name was Stampy. You loved him. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Lucky mouse. <laughs> Damn, Apu, that is that marsh is, stuff that right is there. That is my favorite joke of this episode. Is <laughs> like, oh, you, you know, you know how elephants are scared of mice? Nope. No, it's I don't. It's uh, it's really good. It's it's a really nice multi-layered little bit here with a poo sad, a callback to Bart the El- Bart Bart's elephant. Uh, uh, then the mouse appearing. And the elephant stomping on the mouse, and a poo going leggy mouse. All yep. brilliant, perfect. It's a very dense set of jokes. It is really good, and I it really uh, subverts your expectations. It's beautiful. A poo gets the altar. He's upset. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Uh, then he sees Manjula, and turns out Matt Manjula is beautiful. So who cares? Is that is that basically that's what it's saying? That's what it's saying, right? Well, he's saying that a it's it might not be as bad as I thought, and then they go into like a little personality quick thing, so that the Apu doesn't seem entirely shallow. Okay, I just it just seems very much like, well, Module is a very beautiful woman, so it's not as bad as I hoped. Uh, but they they do say hello at the altar, and they have a little bit of a chat. I'm afraid this is all my fault, Manjula. To be perfectly honest with you, I have not exactly been looking forward to this arranged marriage. Nor have I. Marrying a complete stranger? It is crazy. All right. Ganesh has been subdued. (laughs) All will die. Resume the ceremony. Quickly tell me, what is your favorite movie, book, and food? Uh, The answer to all three is fried green tomatoes. <laughs> that that is good. <clears throat> Double parked. Oh, I am so torn. You are clearly so quick witted and beautiful. And when I look in your eyes, I see that sweet little boy who sold me my very first kiss. And I liked it. Oh, do you think this marriage could really work? Who knows? We can always get divorced. Of course. God bless America. God bless America. It's true, although uh, as we are not wading into the whole arranged marriage thing, I, I believe that wouldn't be quite as easy as they make it out to be, but hey, they're happy. That's that's what really matters, right? Sure, that's what matters. Yep. Um, we I did not mention at this point, we hear it a little bit in that clip, you know, Homer pretends to be Ganesh, and then, yes. gets, and then gets chased away by a burly Chased burly up man. a tree. Yes, he, he is. I don't know why he doesn't take the mask off and just reveal himself and please leave me alone. Uh, Homer, Homer has a weird variety of pride. That's true. I like that's a I like that. That's a good. It's a nice statement about Homer. Matt has he has a variety of pride. Uh, the the ceremony goes through. They are married, and then uh, they they dance. And I I like this little scene because it is uh, a callback uh, to Homer and Marge uh, their uh, relationship and their and their love is because they play a uh, version of the Carpenters the name of that song you know birds suddenly appear Mm -hmm. close to you they long to be close to you but on in with an indian band it's it it's a nice little callback uh to the kind of nostalgia that we they they often refer to when they refer to homer and marge's relationship uh and apu manjula have a little a talk with her with her dancing well so far so good don't you think i cannot wait to show you our apartment apartment Oh, no, no, no. You must buy me a house. And you're getting a haircut. Got you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, old school jokes. Yep, that's not depressing at all. I I mean, I I don't know. That little joke is is more on the, uh, you know, the butter joke is more about the preconceptions of what a wife wants and stuff from that from a in a relationship even at though, least she somewhat subverts it yeah although i don't know we can talk about how manjula is uh, is is characterized later in the show when we get to it but for now you know she's seems pleasant seems nice and seems like apu the only eligible bachelor in springfield married someone who is at least halfway decent yes pretty much at his level yeah well 
does she have a doctorate in computer science? You know, I want to say she mentions having a PhD in something at some point, but I don't remember. I'm sure one of our listeners will pipe in with the correction. Let me see. Her, I don't see anything. I'm looking at her wiki. I don't see anything about uh, her any schooling, but it could be wrong. It's probably not comprehensive. Fair enough. But that's how the episode ends with uh, them dancing and Homer being. Homer has a problem with elephants too. He really does. None of them seem to like him very much. I well, as told us, Bart Bart gets an elephant. Some people are just jerks. Hey, and Homer wears it proudly in yeah, a lot of episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't know. It's a, I I don't like have necessarily like super strong feelings about this episode, but it's 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 funny and it it gives us uh like a lot of a, a character in a poo and it's it's pleasant you know it, it's a nice episode it, i don't like it's not great like or or barn burner or anything but it's good i i think it's funny i would agree i mean I, like we said with the, with the exception of the middle act which seems to focus a little too much on homer in the nursing home uh, it's actually really good i mean it's sweet it 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 broaches a problem we didn't know that springfield had it proposes a solution to that at least a little bit and we get some great apu moments uh we get a at least glimpse of another culture and uh, what can happen when that culture interacts with our culture, which is always fun, especially when something like the Simpsons uh, do a take on it. And, you know, in the end, Apu ends up maybe happy. We don't really know. So uh, it's a good, I think, hey, it's good. Crazy. Hot take. Good. We will rank it at the end of the show. No submissions for my favorite episode. However, if you do have a favorite episode, uh, simply send in your 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 answer, your favorite episode, uh, about why you like it, to simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. And when we get to the episode, I'll read it on the air. Guess what, Matt? What's that? We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I will comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted. Um, Nothing, I mean, I guess people didn't like this episode that much at the time. You know, it seems like any time the episodes really push to focus on characters outside of the core friend, which are the ones I find the most interesting, a lot of people don't seem to like them. I, I don't know. I didn't obviously read their comments, but that seems to be a lot of the complaints people have is like, get back to the core family. Uh, I mean, like, there are some people, a couple people that liked it, but it's none. there were none like, I love it. And a lot of them were, this is meh. And some people were like, this is, I don't like this at all. This is bad. Like, I got some bads. There are some bads. And I don't I don't know what... I, I think there were a couple of, like, the the families barely in it. But I don't know. This is season nine. Does every episode have to be about only the family? Apu's... I like Apu's good. He's interesting. And they layer... They've added layers to that character over time. And I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with it. It's funny. It's, like, character-driven. Homer's in it a yeah. lot. Homer is in it quite a bit, and he's the impetus for the story. So it's like, it's basically how would, you know, another part of Springfield react to The Simpsons, and especially Homer's antics. And, you know, that works. That That is interesting. Sorry yeah. if you disagree. You're wrong. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, I, I think <laughs> most people nowadays are just like, yeah, it's funny. It's fine. I think the general consensus is it's fine. Um, yeah. Also on there, uh, speaking of arranged marriage. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, someone posted this. A few weeks ago, ABC News correspondent John Stossel had a special report revolving around love and marriage. For the show, he interviewed several people who had their marriages arranged uh, by their parents. Unlike Apu, who is best ambivalent about his nuptials, interviewees all praised the arrangement. Their parents, they noted, were in good position to objectively decide whether two people would be a good match for one another. And when one person pointed out the Western notion of marrying for love was hardly foolproof, witnessed the high rate of divorce. Stossel was quick to say that many countries where arranged marriages with norm divorce was also taboo. Still, the argument for betrothal was stronger than I thought it would be. Perhaps Mrs. Nasbima-Pedalon had the right idea after all. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I thought it was interesting that was out, up there, but I don't, mid, like mid to late 90s television, St John Stossel reports, I don't think are in really a necessarily a strong enough cultural examination to make a judgment yeah, cultural reporting in the 90s was still in the phase of, hey, look at these people. Aren't they weird and different from us? Hey, and they also say, like, we don't even know if we're right. Maybe, hey, watch us, please. 2020. 
or good old twenty twenty. What was the sixty other, minutes? Sixty minutes. Sixty minutes is still on. Yeah, my parents still watch sixty that, minutes. I'm sure they do, even they're though very... most of the original cast is dead. Matt, really? What? Is this really what we got to do every time I bring up something? Uh, yeah, all the all the things you like, they're dead and gone forever. I mean, a lot of the things I like are dead and gone forever. You don't. That's positive. Stay posy, man. Okay. Yeah, happy. Woo! Come on. Woo! Woo! That's oh, that's a little loud. I I meant woo. a little. There you go. A little woo's better. Woo. Uh, that's about it. Are you doing a? Woo. Are you doing the bender joke? Is that the? That's my favorite Futurama joke, by the way. Ever. It's one. Futurama has a lot of great jokes. I mean, it's it's hard to pick. That's my favorite. I I've de- I decided at one point that's my favorite. It's awful, but it is my favorite. Uh, that's about it for a news group. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, was the show's decline inevitable? Uh, lots of great answers this week. Lots of smart. You guys are all smart. I, th- I don't know if I said that before. Our listeners are smart, intelligent people. Uh, first from Adam. Uh, unfortunately, I believe it was. You can only write so many different stories for the core cast of a TV show before you have to start making things zanier and bringing in more characters and guest stars. Would have been uh, interesting to see what happened in the show had it changed showrunners after season eight. But even then, how many more episodes about Homer and Marge breaking up are going to be fresh? I still love the show for what it is and for what it used to be. But name a single show that has stayed in its prime for longer than seven to eight seasons. He, he says King of the Hill, maybe. Eh, I don't know. I haven't watched it enough of it to really get a handle on it in the later seasons of King of the Hill. Yeah. Uh, from Mike. Uh, yes, in addition to what's been said above, I wanted to bring up the animation comedy renaissance that Simpsons inspired. With South Park and Family Guy starting in the late 90s, they became the new, co- quote-unquote, controversial adult animated shows, taking that mantle from early season Simpsons. As a result, Simpsons writers felt they had to up the ante to stay in the game from both a wackiness perspective and an incendiary perspective. Nowadays, you can really see its ramifications with some very dark jokes and rude characters coming out of modern Simpsons. Uh, from Alistair. Nope, plenty of excellent writers in the world. It comes down to money, as usual, and a lack of passion for those in control. I tell you, we'll form our own show. Who will come and live a life devoted to comedy, pop culture reference, and a flavorless mush I call root marm? <laughs> a little tongue-in-cheek there. Uh, yeah. Nick, from Nick, everything good is always going to have its decline. It always does. Every show in the history of shows has its decline after so many years. Uh, it's a problem with so many shows. They run out of things to do and say. I love that we've had close to 30 years worth of shows, and I keep watching, but nothing feels fresh, and it all feels reused a lot of times. The fact that The Simpsons did so much in the first nine seasons is impressive. You can see, through that. You can see though, that it's most, almost like they ran out of things to do and say. Uh, from Austin, I don't want to say no. Some of the episodes post-season 10 have potential to be phenomenal. But instead of the material flowing, it started to feel like they were forcing through what made the show great instead of letting The Simpsons just Simpson. Example, Camp Krusty versus Camp Krustier. Uh, it's a good example uh from pat absolutely that being said 29 years and it still pulls in enough viewers to be renewed that's saying something especially in this day and age when there's so much content readily available for us to watch it's true uh david us diehards from us diehard fans from the 90s even if we watch consistently up to now are starting to die off literally if we can't replace them the younglings watching then simple mathematics says yes uh, from Sean, of course, you had uh, such good writing and animation for so long, it was only a matter of time before people would retire, get better jobs, etc., and leave. Uh, Robbie, decline? What are you talking about? It's as good as ever. I'm not in denial at all. Well, I mean, you, I'm not going to... You know, if you still like the show, you still like the show. I still I still like it. That's right. I don't... I'm not going to... I don't think they're as good as it was, but it's, I still like The Simpsons. Current, even current Simpsons. Even the ones that make me groan. Uh, from Eric... Yes, everything drops in quality if it goes on long enough, especially TV shows. Well, yeah, either drop in quality or they just stop. Like, you know, you do, you just be, be Firefly, have one season and <laughs> never do any more. Uh, we have, let's see, Danny at Woosh Uh Yes, nothing that goes as long as Simpsons can say sharp, look at SNL and current WWE, but maybe competition keep them on their feet. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I SNL is an interesting comparison because I think there's a lot of people that probably haven't watched older SNL. Like all of like the people who watched Simpsons in the '90s, SNL in the '90s is like that's my I think that was the perfect cast, you know? That's my SNL cast. But then you talk to my parents, and they're like, "Well, no, the original cast was the best: Belushi yeah. and Ackroyd and, and Gilda Radner and all those people. Like, no, that's the best cast." And I think I don't know. I, I imagine that it's just you know things are so diluted now that 
SNL's never going to be a big a thing as it was in the past because there's just so many more things to watch. But I, you know, you still have people who are becoming stars through SNL. You know, there's still plenty of people who that that's where they make their name. And but it's different. They they're oh we can update still thing. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, from Tom at Egg Kitten. No, end the show while at top. I lost Seinfeld. I don't think Seinfeld ended at the top. Yeah, guys. those last couple of seasons of Seinfeld. Um, I, don't, I don't think Seinfeld could. A lot of people point to uh, what, what, when George's fiance dies, she licks yeah. the envelopes. That's they say jumps the shark, and I, and I would say when Larry David leaves the show is when Seinfeld. Yeah, definitely. I would say that's it. Uh, from from Matt at Matthew J Arts. Uh, yes and no. It was about to slip, but didn't have to crater off the edge like some season thirteen, fourteen episodes. Uh, yeah. Will at Will's World and then uh, yes it's different for anything to be consistent decade after decade Dank Dank Moose at Dank Moose nothing lasts forever you can only have so many interesting stories with the characters they had an amazing run and made history Nerdlinger at Kind of a Writer I want to say no but South Park has proven a drop off isn't inevitable mm. I would also say so Nav at Rooptalk 21 yes after almost 30 years it's very hard to maintain the same level quality quality fails uh, quality falls as quantity rises. Valerie at Rouge Bonsai did have a terrible streak, 12 through 15, but then it started to slowly pick back up. Right now, it's hit and miss, but the misses are not total crap. I think that's... Uh, I'm close to there. Uh, Alex, I wholeheartedly de- believe a decline was inevitable. All great things must come to an end or it eventually declines. Uh, the Simpsons high side was season 8 for me and didn't really decline until the start of season 14 or 15. For me, that's when they started to be less subtle with the humor and just started to be overtly wacky and stupid for the sake of being stupid and wacky. Uh, finally, from Cody. Uh, the show's decline was inevitable for three reasons. Uh, Simpsons' main target of satire rebellion when it started, the traditional family sitcom was no longer the norm of television by the mid to late 90s. Uh, they had become the norm. Uh, number two, only so many new and fresh stories could you can tell to flesh out characters, such as learning how Principal Skinner is nothing without his job, before ideas become stale or exaggerated beyond reason. Flanders being religious, as an example. And finally, uh, the biggest reason simply being the people who helped create the show were no longer involved. Uh, Matt Grading, James L. Brooks, and Sam Simon were no longer involved by season nine. Only a few writers that helped shape the show we knew at that point were still around. This is most apparent by the change to focus on wackiness as opposed to character-based humor that had some wacky moments sprinkled about. Um, so, Matt, was the show's decline inevitable? Well, you know, I don't think it's inevitable, but I really feel like it would take as time goes by it would take real commitment from the executives in charge of the show to really push for it and i don't and a lot of money as well it would be really really hard to do it's it's one of the things that would require a lot of dedication a lot of money and i just don't think that they were seeing the return on investment that kind of that kind of investment would have taken yeah i don't inevitable is i don't think it's necessarily inevitable it's just it would be unprecedented Basically, yeah, like the the run The Simpsons had is unprecedented regardless, like no other show has has put out a a, no one. No other show has had a reign of the length The Simpsons did where they had from week to week. Any 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 week could come out with a new groundbreaking, amazingly funny, great episode. And if they continued that post whatever you consider the golden years, it would be unprecedented even more so than it is already uh we just did a bonus episode for patreon about a a youtube uh, video called the fall of the simpsons which a lot uh, several people had emailed us and asked us about and uh you know it brings up a lot of the same points that everyone has mentioned you know it it, you know the that all the all the talent all the creative people all the writers and stuff behind the scenes all moved on and the show itself you know pop culture caught up with it you know and it's there was no other, not much else it could do except kind of revert to the kind of any <laughs> any ideas that this the show could you know c- come up with like twenty how many shows like very few shows you know with modern television the way it's structured very few shows do the typical twenty plus episodes a season anymore you know all the quote unquote best shows on television almost all of them are like hey ten or twelve or fifteen. You know, they prestige television all has shortened their season length because it's easier to produce less episodes that are very, very good instead of trying to put out, pump out a bunch of stuff, which I don't think we're, it, it's too late. You know, The Simpsons are not going to change now. I think that's it true. It, it, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was uh, going to say that 
especially in addition to the only having 10 to 12 episodes a season, the seasons don't come evenly paced on a lot of shows anymore. So it's like when you have 10 to 12 good episodes, you put them out. People are more willing to accept that in this day and age. And I think if The Simpsons had grown up in that kind of thing, we probably could have gotten even more seasons out of them. Uh, I don't know. It, uh, I would... It, if you want to go to our, we we talked about it for like forty five minutes on the bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot there if you want to go listen to that. Uh, uh, it, I think the length of the amazing episodes of The Simpsons is already unparalleled and crazy. So I think that it's an achievement, singular achievement. No, no other show has ever approached it. So it's r- kind of ridiculous to expect it not to expect for it to expect not for like that decline not to happen. Although, I do want to point out, which we have done before, not everything after the quote-unquote golden years is, like, so undeniably awful that I can't stand it. I I still enjoy watching new Simpsons episodes. You know, even if the episode isn't necessarily a good one, I still, like, it's my 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 favorite television show of all time. I'm still happy to see new things come out of it. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, next week's question... Who is Springfield's most eligible bachelor present? Do we disqualify Apu to begin with? Just you know, he's married. To make people have. He's oh, married. that's true. Now he is married. He's not, people... he's not a bachelor. Married. Apu's married. So who? Single men. Cur- currently married. So other people have gotten married and their spouses have died. You know, you're you're totally cool with them too. Yeah. Anyone who's single. I know who I'm gonna pick. Well then. Well then. Uh, I'll post this question on our social media: Facebook.com/slash The Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod. And you can email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com, explaining uh, your your reasoning. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is for Matt and I challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. Uh, I believe Matt has a four-point lead on me. It's going to get bigger now. this week. I'm confident of it. All right. You're probably right. Generally, that really is confident. the... That's the general trend. Generally, I fall behind, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Uh, all your questions, Matt, are from Season 1's Some Enchanted Evening. Oh, God. All right. I guess I'm losing more of my lead. This. No, you're fine. You're fine. They're, they're, I, I think I'm very fair. Your easy question. Okay. Marge calls who to talk about her problems with Homer? Calls who? Oh, uh, she calls uh, Dr. Marvin Monroe. That is, is correct. Call-in therapy line. That is correct. That's right. All right. Are you ready for your media or your uh, easy question? Easy question. I, I am. Skip ahead. Yes. All right. In old money, uh, you know, famous episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. What was the name of Grandpa's girlfriend? Beatrice. You get a last name for me. Really easy question. I got to give her her. I got to give a full name. You don't have to. I was just curious if you knew it. Now Beatrice uh, S- Smith Simmons, actually. But you know, like you said, it's an easy question. You still get the point. Beatrice. That's my, that, I remember it because it's my grandma's name. Uh, your medium question, Matt. What is the real name of the babysitter bandit? I believe it is Lucille Batsukowski. You're correct. Too easy. Yes. I knew I made it too yeah. easy. All right. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll get this one as well. So your medium uh, question. Okay. Where did, where did the Simpsons go with grandpa that causes him to miss B's death? The... Theme park, right? No, wait. No, I'm, they, look, I'm wait, looking for wait, a wait, name wait. of the place. What? Uh, I need a, na- a name of a yeah, place. You're gonna kick yourself when I tell it to you. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No answers yet. I'm still thinking. Um, he's going with Beach. She, he's she. She dies. She leaves him the money. They try. They take him. Makes him okay. Is it the place they take him? Away, away from her when she dies, or this is after she dies. Uh, while she dies, like the reason he misses okay. her death is because okay. he is here with them. That uh, it's the safari place, wild, wild. Let's like lion, wild animal, wild lion safari, something like that. Mm, you're close. I... The, the, you're missing the word that makes it funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, okay. Okay. I, I will give you one point if you stop now, but no, you can go for uh, two. Uh, no. <laughs> Why would I stop then? Uh. Uh, you would stop because your brain is insufficient to answer the question. Well, I mean, I'm gonna guess is what I'm gonna say. Uh, something Lion Safari is. I. 
something lion safari. I don't know. Uh, wacky lion safari. I don't remember. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, okay. I will give you the one point because you remembered it was a lion safari, but it is a discount lion safari. Because <laughs> that's something you want to discount is the lion safari. The whole family shouts it. That's why I, I, I thought it was funny you didn't remember. I, Matt, I don't remember mm. every word, like, literally, like, every word spoken in every episode I've ever seen like you do. I was going to make that clear to you if you don't realize by, by now. There's oh, a I reason realize. I'm just disappointed often, in you. There's a reason why I often pinpoint hard questions as things that are written on screen and not said. Because anything said just gets entered into that big brain of yours and you never forget it. But things that are written on screen, you don't necessarily remember them. Let's like that. this, I, 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 Like this question, uh-oh. your hard question, how tall is the babysitter bandit and how much does she weigh? How tall? How much does she weigh? Oh, God. Uh, she is, I'm going to say five foot eight, 165. No, 162. We'll go 162. Which... What, which one is it, Matt? 162. 162. It is uh, six foot tall, 178 pounds. Wow, six foot tall. She was a tall one. Yeah, she kind of slouched, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's I, I you know, but I that was on the screen of uh, uh America's Armed and Dangerous, or whatever that show was. Yeah. What is my hard question? Okay. Uh, your hard question. How much does Grandpa inherit from B? Oh man, it wasn't that much. It was a, it was a good amount, but it wasn't like a ri- ridiculous amount of money. It was I have a number. I don't think hmm. I don't know why I keep popping back to that. It is like I remember all the ridiculous things that people ask from him and I, I remember thinking that's not enough money for that. Like it's a, it's a good chunk of change, but it's not mm-hmm. I want to say it's like 100 104,000. Is that your final answer? It is my final answer. I'm what sorry. It's 106,000. You were ah! so close. That is impressive, my friend. You're back up to five points ahead of me. Oh, good. Whew. It's not over. Not by a long shot. I have some bonus questions for you, Matt. All right. These are the last set of uh, the from the trivia game from John. Uh, what was Bart's character when he acted in adverts as a baby? Oh, uh, baby stink breath. You're correct. Why does Homer take off his wedding ring when it when which makes two women think he think he is single? Uh, he lost it in a turtle. He got paint on it. So oh, I, think really? I think you're thinking of a different episode. Maybe. Uh, what is Evan Conover's full job title? Uh oh. Um, State Department Undersecretary, uh, Brat and Punk Division. You're close. Undersecretary of State for International Protocol, Brad and Punk. Desi- ah, Brad International Punk Protocol. Mm. Yeah. And finally, what is the slogan of Costing- Costington's store? I have no idea. Over a century without a slogan. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is part show Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. You got a spot for me? I would say it's in like, probably, I don't know. How, how about, what do you think about Much A Poo About Nothing? Is it better than Much A Poo About Nothing? Hmm. Where'd we put Much A Poo About 76? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean... That middle act, I feel like, weakens this quite a bit. Um, you know, obviously it's my act, so it's not that good. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, but I, I feel like it's not as tight as Much Poo About Nothing. Much Poo About Nothing has a, a huge character arc for Apu. And this one, it has kind of a twist ending for Apu. It just doesn't feel quite as good as Much Poo About Nothing. But it's not much worse. It's close, I, it, but... It's, it's a tricky spot. I, I think... I, 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 I think... I don't know. I I think I wrote this. I like this episode more than I thought I would. I mm-hmm. think it is funnier than I remember. I I had completely forgotten that the the grounds uh, not the grounds the the, the sea captains are. I'm not attractive. I completely <laughs> forgot. Completely forgot that was in this episode. That's I. It's one of my favorite Simpsons lines. Uh, it, I, I think it's funnier than much of poo about nothing. I think much of poo about nothing is about immigration. You know, and it, and it is like. I don't want to say it's about a poo, really. Like it, it features a poo, much a poo about nothing, but 
He doesn't. Well, really... I mean, it had to be about one character in that episode. It's really about Apu. Yeah, I mean, it's like an Apu episode, but I guess he does have like an arc of like I could fake being American, but I can't. I have to be myself. Yeah. Uh, I I think this does have a lot of really interesting stuff on him, though. I I like I like the you know him going into this and being you know really apprehensive and anxious, and then he meets Monjula and everything's okay. Um. Hmm. Well, the PTA disbands is right below much of poop about nothing, and I think this is better mm-hmm. than the PTA disbands. I agree. So we're just gonna put two Apu episodes right next to each other. Yep. All right. Number seventy-seven. The two misses. I gotta type all this out again. The two. I'm gonna copy and paste. I, Mrs. Nahasa Pima Pedalons. Come on, Robbie. It's not that hard. Fortunately, I, I, it's number seventy-seven on our list, right below much of poop about nothing, and right above the PTA disbands. All right, we got two. I don't. I don't necessarily like that right next to each other, but uh, you know, it's all right. I I can live with it. We'll probably in two hundred episodes from now, we'll have another episode that goes right in between them. We'll just we'll find a place for it in between those two. Mm-hmm. Number one is still Homer's enemy. Last on our list is still Homer's Odyssey. Uh, you know what our next episode is, Matt? I do not. Is Lisa the skeptic? Ooh, I can't wait. I like Lisa. Yeah, Lisa the Skeptic. I'm a, I'm a fan of Lisa the Skeptic. Uh, I that it's a an, it's a nice meaty Lisa episode. It is. It, what what makes Lisa tick? Yeah, and Lisa Marge relationship too. You know, you don't get a lot of that. I I I, I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Darman. Follow me there. You can check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the serial fanaticist. It's about all kinds of nerdy stuff. Uh, uh, last episode we talked about was Star Trek. Star Trek Discovery. Did you watch that yet, Matt? I did. I watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second yet. I, I like it so far. I think I like it. It's it's different enough to be interesting, but it's still got a few of the core Star Trek tenets. It, it really depends on how well they go from here. Yeah. I think that second episode is also better than that first episode. Ooh, well then. Um, Matt does not participate in social media. Unless you're a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. That's true. However, I have been training birds to bring me messages. So if you have tweets for me, just tell them to your local birds. But not the squirrels. Don't mess with the squirrels, whatever you do. What? 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 You don't watch Rick and Morty. You don't get the squirrel thing. I'm sorry. It's You're going to have to wait I, until we get I, to it, I guess. Well, that's... Yeah, Matt. I wait so that it's fresh. I have standards. Principles. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And I keep watching this as... Shh.